Welcome to Pause It, Play It. I'm Josh. I'm Matt. And I'm Tom. The, in fact, I'm the world famous Josh and my only fans. Yeah, you are. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> I still think you should have got the password reset and just start actually started only fans. <laughs> I'll, I'll just drop that and then people will be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, I should explain. No, Heck, don't. We... don't. Okay. Let them, let them think. Josh, the end of the story. There you go. <laughs> no, you should explain because it's a good story. So, I... Uh, what well, I've been taking my physical health very seriously recently. I've been having cold baths. Um, send yeah. Has this happened since the last podcast? Yeah. I've have been, you, have well, you Jeff? I took them. <laughs> I had like, I have them occasionally. <laughs> but in the past few weeks, I've been seriously and going for it. I'm excited to see how we get from cold baths to all the fans, though. Yeah, I feel like we're well, about to go on. You're in, the, you're in the chat, but you're probably working. It's a bit, I sent oh, you really? a... Shit, sorry, I sent you, send you a picture of my feet being like on the cold bath hype of just my feet. Yeah, man. In uh, assuming jokingly, then responded saying I would <laughs> send one higher up. Yeah, show us your dick. <laughs> <laughs> so then, as a joke, added onlyfans.com forward slash Josh William without the vowels. Uh, I didn't click on it, but you did. Yeah, I clicked <laughs> on it. It was real. So I didn't even click on the link. I didn't click on a link that I did not, I think we'll just come up with 404 not found. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's a thing anymore. Is it not? So, oh, sometimes no. you see it and it's like, oh, this website's old. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's funny. You made a link up. I've made the link up. About I mean, your own. And I gamble, because like sometimes on like, YouTube years ago, your profile link used to be youtube.com forward slash user forward slash your thingy. Yeah. So I just gambled that it wasn't it. That it would actually work. And it did. And you went on it. And it turns out there is an OnlyFans profile with my picture, my Twitter bio, and my old Twitter header. Who knows? Which is the weirdest thing ever. If it's one of you listeners... Text in and apologise to Josh for trying to make him rich. <laughs> I'm sure you would have forwarded all money on immediately. What I think though, it's gotta be a, it's gotta be like a bot, hasn't it? Just taking it's be. Twitter bios and making them into OnlyFans ones. Yeah. I yeah. don't understand how how else it would be. I reckon I reckon it'll be like a, a money making scheme. So say like <laughs> if you actually did want to do OnlyFans. It failed. Oh, they, somebody's gone, got you my... can you can buy this off me for a tenner. Mm. Oh, but why would they go to the hassle of copying over my Twitter? Well, because it's just, it'll be a, a bot that scrapes it, so it won't be hassle. It'll just oh, right, be yeah. doing it. I would have thought, though, that OnlyFans would, you'd have to put a capture in to, you know, like, yeah. write these letters that you can't see. Yeah. yeah. But there are, like, people in India, like, who just sit at computers all day and just do the captures. Really? Yeah, just picking out, like, um, fire hydrants and. Traffic lights, tractors, just, just <laughs> mountains. Because the bots are doing all the work, and then but the, the captures are going to the people to just like no, capture, I... capture, 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 capture. So it could be. Jesus, but yeah, like, I like how down, how far down the list are they though when they go? Josh might want to do my fans one day. Like, yeah, I know, yeah, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, <laughs> nearly completed. Maybe they listened to like one of our episodes and they were like, just, just didn't think that we were joking. <laughs> this guy's getting traction, or maybe that's how they do it, like. That would be a clever way to do it. Look at like famous people, and if you've got anyone like famous that follows you, like go out into their networks. Oh, maybe like, via the hub of somebody. I don't think anyone famous follows my Twitter. I think the most famous person is Ringo von a wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? The thing is, I don't think it's anyone that's done it as a joke. 
Because he would have told you by now. And it's not really my friend's kind of thing, that pranks aren't really... And also, it's a lot of effort to go Yeah, through. is it the sort of thing your mum would do for a laugh? <laughs> but, like, the thing is now, so I <laughs> found myself contacting OnlyFans support, <laughs> which isn't verified on Twitter, by the way. You're just like... Just saying... And then you sent up all your details. Just send us a long number across the front, unverified all the fans. So I sent him a screenshot saying, like, this account is me, pretending to be me, but it wasn't set up by me. Can you delete it? They've asked for a picture of my ID, a picture of me holding my ID, and a picture of me holding a piece of paper with today's day on it. Maybe this is the plan. Maybe they set up the fake accounts, unverified OnlyFans support. I mean, verified OnlyFans is following them. Ah, right, but, okay. But I don't know, it just feels a bit... It feels weird, doesn't it? It does feel weird, so I might do it by another method. Is oh. it, it's probably legit if it's followed by the, the verified OnlyFans. Yeah, but it does feel weird, doesn't it? Yeah, it is weird. I'd be uncomfortable. Maybe you should slide into Tim Stalky's DMs and uh, ask him. Is that the guy who invented it by each other? Yes, it is. <laughs> I hope that you know that. Well, he came up as a suggestion on Instagram once, so I thought, yeah, I'm going to follow him. <laughs> Does, um, wow, have you seen that the guy who um, owns Spotify wants to buy Arsenal? Does he? Yeah. That's interesting. Is he a Swede? Yeah, yeah. 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 You're a Swede. He's something Ek or something, yeah, I can't remember his name. Yeah. Blooming. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Spotify have smashed it to not be in California and be one of the biggest tech companies in the world. Go ahead, lads. Yeah. Oh, so they're not. Oh, right, okay. I thought it might be like he's Swedish, but he just moved there. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, it's a, sweet, it was yeah, a Swedish. Yeah, fully, it's fully Swedish. Fully, fully Swedish company. Mm. They love yeah. it. They just love music in Sweden. Good. Yeah. ABBA. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. Sweden is the world's third largest exporter of music. By cash. Oh. Uh, yeah, probably by cash. Yeah. Number one, the United States. Yeah. Number yeah. two, the United Kingdom. Which I think is very impressive, considering, you know, most people in the world speak English. We, we invented it. So, yeah, I suppose we I will be suppose good at music. <laughs> I suppose it's where it's distributed as well, because I reckon that Brazil probably makes more music, but that's not getting listened to much outside of Brazil. Yeah, yeah. And, like, think, yeah, exactly. Brazil, India, China, these places yeah. have got over a billion people. They don't have a billion people's worth of uh, audience, do they? Yeah, definitely. Um, is that the same that Bollywood, though? You imagine that, do you? Does that count as music, or is that just... Well, I don't, I think, it, I don't think it's technically exported, is it? Ah, oh, right, no. I well, it is, to an extent. Like I know you can watch Bollywood films <laughs> anywhere in the world, technically, but... Get a VPN. Yeah. Hold your oyster. <laughs> Speaking of... This is actually the what? This is probably the closest we'll have recorded a proper episode before release day. Uh So we can be really topical if you want. It makes me very anxious. What's uh, you're you're the topical one? What's going on? Dominic Cummings, he, he was clearly a career bastard. (laughs) <laughs> years ago so I don't know why Boris Johnson could ever have been surprised that he's got recordings of Boris Johnson saying I'm not having another lockdown let the bodies stack up high in the thousands is that what he said? yeah yeah apparently Dominic Cummings has got a recording of it and it's like that is the most Dominic Cummings thing to do ever goes into every meeting with his dictaphone just in case someone that, says something is that legal? probably not I don't know. well he might put it on the table and be like oh I need notes or whatever 
Yeah, yeah, there we go. <clears throat> Crafty. Yeah. And in fact, he's got many, many tiny cassettes at home in a drawer. Oh, look at my little cassette. <laughs> oh, Dominic's got his cassettes. <laughs> I hope he. I hope he does have like just like shelves of cassettes. As Ooh, well. Look at all my secrets. <laughs> He's like, why don't you consolidate all your existing cassettes into only the interesting bits and then digitize that shit, Dominic? I thought you were going to start doing an ad read for a finance company that well, consolidate was, all your monthly payments uh, into one. I was. I was going down the framework. Um, big job. So I, I. I obviously consistently ignorant of all news. This has just happened, does it? Uh, last couple of days. Yeah. Hey, speaking of news, you don't believe what's happening in the football. Go ahead, lad. <laughs> this is great. Like, this could be after, once we finish the 1975 and they're off. Like, we'll just like, tell Dan like, this. <laughs> we, st- we filter the news every week and tell ignorant Dan. <laughs> Dan's amazed all the time. <laughs> um, but we haven't recorded in, it feels like weeks. It feels like a long time since our last episode. We've been on hiatus. We've been on indefinite, yeah, not to the audience, but to ourselves. Yeah. yeah. I was going to ask you about the chronology, like, have we been on any other podcast recently? Uh, <laughs> you set that up perfectly. are we about to? Because yesterday... Oh, sick. For you, the listener... Oh, shit, that's blowing my mind. But okay, <laughs> I'll let you go with it, you know. Our episode with Midnight Memories came out. Midnight Memories, yes. Which we guessed it on, spoke about the cover that 1975 did of What Makes You Beautiful... I brought up the troubles. Yeah, yeah, yeah you did. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> but going back to <laughs> Midnight Memories that we're on, and it's out. Go and look at Midnight Memories on all their socials and listen to us guest on that episode. Yeah, because it was a great time. Yeah, I had a really good time to be fair. And they will be on on here at some point. Maybe we've got something special planned. Who knows? <laughs> I'm excited to find out. <laughs> In that case, I mean, it's been a few weeks since we last all shared our thoughts and feelings on what we've been listening to. Yeah. Uh, oh, watch this video on, you know, the latest Arctic Monkeys album? Yeah. Tranquility Base, Hotel and Casino. Mark yeah. speaking. <laughs> Please tell me how may I direct your call? I said, I listened to that album. And I don't think my feelings have changed from it's got some good songs, I like the concept. It's a little forgettable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's good, but forgettable. Yeah. Like, I rarely listen back to it. Although there is some really good songs on it, and it's, like, interesting to listen to, but it's not... It's no... Whatever people say, and that's when I'm not... But I can't remember the video. I think it's by Middle Eight on YouTube, who's done it. Or Polyphonic, or one of those guys. Yeah, it's a good album, but it's not great. Four Stars Out of Five is a really good song, though. If you were to rate the album, what would you rate it? Yeah, probably three stars out of five, you know, yeah. Yeah, because it's like... I remember three songs off it. No, I remember four songs off it. Mm. And then a lot of the second half of the album, I do not remember those songs. Yeah. What would you rate AM? Four stars out of five. Well, in that case, Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino cannot be four, can it? But I wouldn't rate A on the highest. Wouldn't you? No. I'd rate the first one five stars. 
Yeah. And I would even rate Suck It and See higher than I am. Would oh, you? Would I? I love Suck It and See. I think it's brilliant. Uh, I think there's I think there's more... Okay, I think the troughs of AM are lower than the troughs of Suck It and See. Ah, oh, well, okay, yeah, I understand. <laughs> yeah. Great description. Yeah. Or they're saying that AM, like, individual songs are just incredible, aren't they? Yeah. Like AM's fantastic. Yeah, Snap Out of It is oh, so good. I don't think I've ever listened to a full Arctic Monkeys album. So, like, I was better at getting involved in the football, which you wouldn't have expected. <laughs> first, start the first one. Yeah. Go to first one, fourth one, fifth one. I was skipping like the second, one. third, sixth. <laughs> That's my order. Do I not miss Mardi Bum out if I do that? Mardi Bum's the first album. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> I know this song. <laughs> Our, uh, I can't even think now. Uh, who else have we listened to? Yeah, that, that's. I've actually been listening to like weird stuff as well. Puppy, they're a band who are like, oh, this is so good. They're like, I don't know, hard rock. You know, really. <laughs> dad genre. Yeah. It's not those oh, no, heavy rock in it. That's what dad's listened to. <laughs> no, because it's kind of like, it, to say metal would be wrong, I'd give you the wrong impression. Right. It's like alternative slash a bit of metal. Like, they love, you can tell they like the Smashing Pumpkins, but they also love Metallica. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> alternative metals. Yeah, but alternative metal is like, alternative metal stuff's weird. Carbon fibre. Fibre. Maybe. Fibre. Barbara. The songs aren't that weird, but they're not proper, like, you wouldn't describe them as metal. And if I describe them as rock, that does, that's a bit too idle frets. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I was listening to um, Hail to the King by Event Sevenfold today. I know, sis. I do not care how dad rock that is. That is an incredible song. Um, and then, have you heard of Trash Boat? No. Maybe in the, I think I'm maybe in this more of you. They're like the pop punk and they're English. Right. And they're really good. Yeah. But they're really like the modern. Yeah. They're really that kind of like pop punk style that came in in like the mid 2010s yeah and then the pop punk had like the resurgence yeah they're really good yeah check them out too. and then childless always listen to um you know spotify's your like songs of whatever year yeah i've been going back through the years and listening to what i was listening to in particular years holding back the years yeah L- listening back to the years in this case mr hooknell yeah <laughs> if are they safe on you think you've got loads of playlists like your uh, top songs from like 2017. I think you could probably get back to them. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if you have to press follow at the time or something to get. Well, I it. made sure, so they're yeah. all there, archived. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But it's funny, like 2017. It's just like lo- I mean, obviously 1975. Loads of like pop punk and stuff actually. So, uh, but in the middle of it, Fetty Wap. <laughs> yeah, nice. And I think it was 2016. It's just like loads of what like Biffy Clyro, brand new. Alkaline Trio, and then You Can Call Me Al by Paul Simon. It's a vibe, especially the little bass solo. It's a great tune. It is. I've been listening to some, uh, just from Discover Weekly, nothing crazy. Um, have we discussed milk on the on here before? We've discussed milk twice before. Right, well, I'm going <laughs> to bring you up again. Because Drama Queen by Milk came up on my uh, Spotify playlist. Um, I'm not going to like go into like loads of details. These are just basically song recommendations that you may or might not see on the playlist. Currently available. Link in the description. <laughs> yes. um, How big is your brain by Super America? It's funny because I listen to these songs and I like it, and I don't know whether I'm like 
you are you were comfortable with liking busted, weren't you? What do you mean, were? Ah, right, okay. So for me... <laughs> I was defending Britney on this podcast a few weeks no, ago. No, well, I, I would defend Britney over, over Busted because... Oh, wow. Because Britney was like pop, but Busted were like fake manufactured pop. Oh, uh, I can with it. Um, but so I think some of the bands that I end up listening to because of Discover Weekly, I get concerned that it's like when a pop punk song would start on the radio when I was in the car with my mum and she was like, this sounds like those bands that you like. And I'm like, you know what, well, to be fair, it does. I'm going to listen intently. And then Charles Simpson would start serenading me. <laughs> and like, oh, no! Sounded like a vibe! Yeah, but that's the thing, though. The only thing that distinguishes them is context. Wow. Mm. That's important. It is. But Gemma used to do that one to me. She'd be like, oh, it's, is this busted? I'd be like, no, it's, it's all the small things. <laughs> that's, that's sick. <laughs> like the, the opposite way almost. Yeah, but she'd be, she wouldn't do it to kill my bus she just genuinely thought that Blue yeah. Raid 2 said like a busted song yeah. I'm like you've got, you've got a point yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah and, but what I've been, I've been getting into is How Big Is Your Brain by Super American I said that I think How Big uh, Is Your Brain oh, do, you, do you know it? Your brain How Big Is Your No I don't <laughs> that Sounds a bit like that Does it? Um, I was singing the Bee Gees slash take that Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. How Deep Is Your Love Um Things I Never Said by Geordie, which is a vibe. <laughs> that sounds like it'd just be nothing. <laughs> uh, I think last um, last time we were on the podcast, I'm sure I explained why I don't like remixes and I don't like hearing remixes yeah, for the did, first time yeah. on a song. D- despite that, there's um, the remix of Hands On Me. It's the Valentine. So is that Valentine remix? V-A-L-N-T-N. If you take if you take the vowels out of Valentin, yeah, Valentin. A E I O. I would say Valentin. I think if you've got to be Valentine, you need that E. Well, that's one of them letters, isn't it? Yeah, but you, I don't think you can. You can't. You can't drop that. <laughs> um, I in primary school, like I think I missed the day where they explained the whole vowels and consonants thing, and like hi, well, halfway through high school, spe- people speaking about A E I O U, and I'm like, what are you on about? Do you know what? I, I must have been like ill that day. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking that, and I still remember this. I missed a lesson where we all watched the video of a woman give birth in science. I miss that lesson. I think about it often. <laughs> and it's still, still none the wise. Yeah. <laughs> no idea of that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean it's not a stock? <laughs> uh, so it's the I'm saying Valentine remix of White Panda, Loot, and oh Valentine. That's who it's by. But I think it's by White Panda, and it's a vibe. And uh, I'm going to stop chatting now because I don't really have any context for you. I just know that I'll, <laughs> I like all those songs. Like, what do you want from me? Only on this podcast will you hear someone say, I'm going to stop chatting now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to shut the fuck up. Uh, I, you know, I've been rediscovering London grammar. Nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, nice lift elevator to Americans uh, and advert music, but very talented yeah, trio. I going to them, you know. No, I like them. I saw them at Leeds Festival once. I may have dined out on the story before, but there was me and about 20 people in this tent. It was dead. This was before they hit the big time because I'm always ahead of the curve. And they were, late coming, they were late coming on. I left Eminem. I'm like, Eminem, I respect your craft. However, I'm going watching London Grammar. And he said, that's fine. So I went to <laughs> London Grammar. Did you put your hand up in the audience? Yes. <laughs> Marshall! <laughs> yeah. um, and they were late on. I thought, for God's sake, I could have been 
across the way there in that tent watching Bombay Bicycle Club. But instead, I'm stood there waiting for London Grand. Can I say I had the three? I'd be at Bombay Bicycle Club, I think. I think this was the year at Lead Fest, and I didn't know how country we were playing until I heard them oh. coming out of a fucking tent and was yeah. like, ah! oh, <laughs> it was fucking amazing. Um, and then when they came on, Hannah of London Grammar f- fame, she apologised and said, sorry, we're late, we've just been watching Bombay Bicycle Club. Like, fuck's sake, I've been have been in there watching him. <laughs> send a tweet. Be late. <laughs> send a tweet about it, hon. Yeah. So I've been listening to uh, London Grammar, and then I've listened to Phoebe Green. I've mentioned her before, but I would highly recommend getting into Phoebe Green because she's going to be massive, so you can say you knew her before. Well, if it's anything like your experience with London Grammar to go by, then well, yeah, that's it's a shoe in. That's it. Me and Dan have seen Phoebe Green live. Dan's probably unaware that he's seen Phoebe Green live. But <laughs> Where yes. did I see her, lad? She's posted Pale Waves. Oh, the sick. time that Jamie O'Born took a picture of Pale Waves, and we were probably just about in it. That's Jamie. Look, look, there he is. He makes it all happen. It's all his fault. Yeah, because we were looking for him, <laughs> but then we were like, oh, he's not going to be here, though, is he? But listening to Shaggy, it wasn't me. But was it you, though? Really? Yeah, because I found this documentary on Vice. Not that I go looking for Vice articles and stuff. What? About... Why'd you say that? Well, they can just... They're just sensational start of a bit. Oh, right, I see. They can be a bit shit. But yeah. this documentary about um, the making of... It wasn't me. And also Blue... By Eiffel 65. That's the same series where they've got the one about Last Resort. Yeah, and that's yeah. on the watch list. I'm yeah. going to watch that. Wait, what is it? A vice. It's this vice. Yeah. Wait, well, I think this is what I watched the uh, Derude thing. It's new. It's new this year, this new series. For oh, vice. is it? Oh, yeah, okay. Last Resort was the first episode. Yeah, uh, so I've been listening to It Wasn't Me, probably only twice. I've not been like going back listening, listening, listening. And to be honest, that's probably all that is worth a mention. It is, it's so nostalgic, It Wasn't Me. That is so of its time. Like You're there, yeah. you're back in, where are you? Where are you in what 2010? 2010, It Wasn't is Me? Too, is that too late or too early? 2001? Oh, really? 2000? Oh, yeah, It Wasn't Me is old. Oh, uh, yeah, shit, I was 20 in 2010. Yeah, I didn't mean that. I meant like... Oh, it's 2000. It 2000. Was yeah. That when I was like super young... Yeah, I was aiming for when I was 10. Uh, <laughs> I, I just did bad math. The big songs that I remember, uh, Tub Thump and Chumbawamba, I think that's yeah. the first song that I remember. That was 97 as well. So What's that? I was on it. Um, I get not down. Oh, yeah, it's a jam. It's a, it's a fucking gym for her list. That's a great tune. Um, it wasn't me. Sandstorm, uh, freestyler. I remember a boy band A One doing a cover of "Take on Me" by Ah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Jerry. <Jericho>. Um, <laughs> I remember. Oh my god! What I thought was like just the biggest song ever. Um, shit! What's it called? Um, Brimful of Asher. It was a tune. Obviously, the Fatboy Slim version. Yeah. That's so the the one you the, the one you know, you know is the Fatboy Slim. Yeah. Uh, I like it when that happens. Yeah. yeah. Day and Night Kid could the one you know is a remix. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, is that's it? true. That yeah. was on the that was on the radio the day. Uh, Soldier Boy. Tell him. 
you probably know the Travis Barker remix more than you know the real one. Really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Nice one, Travis. But I thought Brimful of Asher was like the just I that like that was just my first concept of what like a big song is. Yeah. Like I think I might have remembered that being number one and my sister listening to it in like a room. Yeah. Well, in that case, what are we plugging this week? Go and listen to our episode of Midnight Memories. That came out yesterday. It's a great episode, but go and listen to that podcast anyway, because I think even if you are even if you're just a little partial to One Direction, yeah, I'm sure you'll yeah. get some entertainment yeah, out of it. Yeah, I'm a very casual One Direction fan, but I find their podcast well funny. Um, yeah, I've, I haven't listened to it, and by the time it came to it, I was like, it's, you know, I, I can add the context of not listening to it, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it can be a surprise to me. And um, I, what fun people. Yeah. <laughs> I had a great time. Yeah, yeah Let's go to the pub. But we are also, our April playlist is still there. And it were a good one this month, actually. It's a good one every month. Yeah, well, April was particularly good. I think it all it all gelled really nicely. All my electronic white girl indie disco was vibing on that. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. Even the Billy Holiday. What else? Do you know? I I always I forget to say this as well, but um, there are time codes in the description. So if you want to skip ahead to certain bits, what if people want to actually hear us talk about nine thirty five? Yes, I, I want to say they're skipping the best bit though. <laughs> I think we could probably do a podcast without the 975. And maybe we will. Yeah, how many we're like how many songs away? How many songs are on album for? There's 22. I know about you. But then there's lots of bonus episodes coming up. But yeah, thank you everyone for listening to the show. If you are followers, we're at the 975 pod on all the social media. Um if you want to email us, you can get in touch at positiveplayitpod at gmail.com. Um, yeah, tell the friend about a show. You know, give us a rating on Apple Music or Stitcher. If listen on Stitcher, you can write on there as well. I just discovered this. Um, that what, would be what is Stitcher? That would be grand. <laughs> just throw a new it. thing in. We're on it. We're on Stitcher. We've been on Stitcher since day one. Oh, yeah. Well done. Is, that, is it like Deezer? No, Stitcher is just podcast. Oh well, nice one, Stitcher. Yeah. Right, if anybody listens to Stitcher, could, do you have results? Do you have analytics from Stitcher? <laughs> Do, do I? <laughs> okay. One uh, percent of our audience listen on Stitcher. You know what, right? It, you'll have to sort this out for us. But if you listen on Stitcher and you message our Instagram, I will provide you with one pound via cash app. <laughs> a cash app yeah. and then buy square. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. I've got stock. Uh, there you go this don't week, lie you have to show us your Stitcher app screenshot this week's episode <laughs> is endorsed by Stitcher <laughs> but yeah this week we are talking about I always want to die sometimes don't want to give too much away going my next week's the ranking why is it done analytics already how exciting yeah yeah this yes. is it yes dust off the wet the, the whole I'll try again <laughs> dust off the spreadsheet but um yeah I don't want to give too much away but this is one of my all time favourite songs <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah maybe a build up to me this song for me hadn't made the playlist. 
Really? No. And it might do now. I like the ones that transition after a, a real thorough listen. Oh, okay. And the podcast has created a few of those moments when they yeah. go over to um, the main playlist for me. The It's a vibe. Now, to me, do you know, like, when you're writing songs, they can sometimes come in, like, batches. Like, mm. you're inspired in a certain way for a little, and you might get, like, three or four songs out of it. To me, it's like the birthday party. Oh, really? No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, wanna, I didn't really read the challenge then when I said that. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the fucking wrong song. It's like... <laughs> So, <laughs> so, oh, you keep it. You're not gonna like make me look like a real fan. It's like okay, no worries. <laughs> really? Yeah. No. <laughs> at least I got that far before you guys looking at me going, "What is he on about?" That song doesn't sound like that. Sounds like me and you together song. Uh, like the, okay. the sort of reminiscent of each other, and that like late nineties, yeah. early two thousands. British, if not Manchester, indie. Yeah, it, this could be an elbow song. Elbow. It could be an elbow Jesus. song. Uh, it's like imagine, like it's it's the um, it's the orchestration. It's so flowy. So you're looking at like whatever by Oasis, or there, there's a few Oasis songs yeah, that could yeah. be contenders, and a couple of elbow songs. And maybe a bit of like the sweetest thing by you two, like a, a yeah. little bit. Yeah. So discovering that, and like, I, I'm like, I like this song, but I, I don't. It's not she's American, is it? Do you know what I mean? I'm not, and it's not. Oh, you know, it's, yeah. It's, it's not like I, I don't like yeah, it for yeah. 1975 reasons yes. necessarily, yeah, yeah. but it's it's music that I'm really comfortable with, and it makes me feel good. Yeah. But and then like the lyrics are sick though. Like. Oh yeah. And the lyrics are healing. They are a little treat to end the album with. Yeah, yeah. Um, when you probably not had as much as you would have wanted out of this album, lyrically compared to the others. L- lyrically, really? You think? Well, no. There's some real highlights. Don't get me wrong, but like just less consistency, I think, than the first two. I think um, just going off that, I think that maybe musically, hmm. you might not have been as. Um, What's the word? Fulfilled if you're expecting the musicality of the first two albums on mm. this album. Mm. I think lyrically, I think there's a lot here lyrically. And the whole album, obviously, this song is a lyrics are amazing, but I just mean the whole album. Maybe I mean lyrics per minute though, because it's more like oh, okay. instrumental stuff. But I, I don't know. I just think it's a nice it's a great way to finish the album. I think he smashes smashes lyrics on it and I, yeah, so but the the song is like a, a little line in the sand. I think it's a little preview of of what's to come. And I, I know, like, it's hard to say that about the fourth album because it's it's so diverse. But the there's ideas flying around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I definitely you. think well, it's well, it's like to me. they. I get that because the when they were touring the first album, mm. the. Riff for Love Me came up when they were just messing about on stage in the sound rehearsals. Mm. So I get that ideas will bleed over from like one to the yeah. other. And like How to Draw was going to be a bonus episode, a bonus episode. Yeah. Uh, a bonus song on I Like It When You Sleep. Yeah. And then became an album track on here. It's how the production isn't quite as 
purposefully like stylized in that nineties way, like um, me and you together song is. But it's yeah, it's it's getting there. It, it is. It's the orchestration that it's it's expensive Manchester indie. It's a way <laughs> just like a couple of albums in. Yeah, <laughs> fueled on cocaine. Yeah, yeah, they've got the money. The conductor's like, Jesus Christ, can we sober them up a bit? Yeah. <laughs> They've got the money, but they're just not being twats about it. <laughs> oh, I saw, I'm, I'm going off piece here, but I saw a cracking TikTok today where it was <laughs> the, uh, the early days of Slipknot, and it's the sound guy, so checking him, he's like, right, who's in the band and who's just the tech? All, all nine of you. <laughs> right. Well, he's like, "Here's someone from the bar, get this keg off the stage, please. Oiled <laughs> <laughs> your lips. <laughs> yeah, I've oiled my lips. You ready to go? You've oiled your lips. <laughs> what, what, what do you want to hear from me? What do you think about the song? Yeah. Oh, I like it. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Go. And it is just a... It, I think it's a... Uh, where am I going with this? I, I feel like it... Sounds like me. Yeah. All of I think in some respects it can really ground you in your feelings like you just like a I think I, I think it normalises where you go oh fucking hell what a shit day but because you know it's like I always yeah. want to die sometimes and yeah I think it's good <laughs> that's it it's good that's you out yeah um, I think one of the reasons why I like it so much is because the style it's in is so familiar and I don't necessarily just mean because of the kind of Britpop connotations. I just mean the fact that it's mainly, it's like it's an acoustic guitar, there's like electric guitar. I'm convinced that's a real drum kit as well. I don't think it samples. I think this is like this, and it's a style of music that they've not really done much before. Like when, other than, you know, there's the individually like acoustic solo tracks like Be My Mistake and stuff. Yeah. When do you hear a strummed acoustic guitar? Yeah. You yeah. don't. Like, and I remember, like, when I first heard it, the, I was like, oh, my God, I've, I don't think I've ever heard them do that before. Everything else is... Whenever they've used it before, it's been, yeah, Be My Mistake, the two at the end of I Like It When You Sleep, 102, stuff like that. There's never been a song where they've kind of built everything else around it, which, you know, stands out. Um, I just think it's... It's such a combination of styles in, like, a kind of small area. Like, there is... Pop influences, there is like 90s alternative influences, there's like more indie rock influences. I don't know if like there's definitely like Radiohead stuff there, and obviously we've had that previous on the album, but like the Ben's era Radiohead, okay, computer stuff, and then you get into like loads. I was looking at reviews for it, and a lot of people were likening it to Champagne Supernova, which is a song which I like would never cue to listen to. I get that though. It's definitely got a vibe. But do you mean like the, maybe I, the the, the I, vocal? Is that what I don't know? Do? I listen to it back to back, and there is there is similarity. Is there? Yeah. Champagne Supernova is good. It's you should good. listen to it's it. A, Supernova. <laughs> <laughs> like. I think all, I can only see it in the way it's sung. Other Oasis songs, but mm. I don't think Champagne Supernova is orchestrated in the same way. I think, I just do, a, I think they definitely listen to, to Oasis before we I think so. Song. 100%, yeah. <laughs> the thing is, like, with Oasis, they've got some 
It's cool that we've all picked that up, though, without discussing it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's kind of obvious, but I think there's so many things that it's like... It took me ages. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, someone even said that, like, the end of it, with all the orchestra stuff and, like, the big chorus, like, mm. in parts, it's reminiscent of Bittersweet Symphony. Not necessarily in terms of, like, songwriting, but more style, I think. That kind of, like, b- big... It's a different kind of big production than they've done before. I totally agree. Yeah, I, I thought of Bittersweet Symphony. I, it's a bit... to sample, isn't it, anyway? Bittersweet yeah. Symphony? Yeah. It is. It's a sample. Do you know what it is? I know it's Rolling Stones song. Yeah, it's, it's that song after football. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sample of an orchestral version of The Last Time by the Rolling Stones. And the verve used longer than agreed with the Rolling Stones record label. And because of this, the Verve get no royalties for Bittersweet Symphony. Disaster. The Rolling Stones get them all instead. I think, oh. it's, been, I think it's been overturned. Oh, oh really? Yeah, I think so. I'm pretty it sure was, it has because... Throw him a bone, Mick. No, it was more to do with the guy that owns... The rec, the guy who's the record label for the Rolling Stones is apparently oh. like a real, a real hard-ass. Yeah. Because... Yeah. Oh. Just calm. I think the Rolling Stones were fine with it yeah they? they were they were asked because yeah. I think they viewed it as you've taken it and made it your own rather than you are trading on our yeah. music but also it was like it was you know it went Rolling Stones the guy that made the orchestral version and then to the Verve mm. so they were just like yeah we don't care but the guy who like, was the record label was like no you have you're thieves you've crossed this line yeah. and therefore you know we want all your, all your cash it, it is more like compressed and shiny than the birthday party and any of those sort of nineties indie songs, you know what I mean? It is like it's it's more nicely produced. It's more the produce the production is more to my tastes. Do you know what I mean? Than I think it's a bit cleaner. That's that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the birthday party, like a lot of the time, you can't quite. Like, the birthday party has a lot of going. There's a lot of textures in it, and there's a lot going on. You and me together song in general. That's like. It's not as clean as I Was What I Die. There's no. more going on in it. Yeah. It's more like jangly and stuff. It's it is. It's, it's it's like fluffy and dirty and it's not... Digi- it sounds analogue. Yeah. It's not, yeah. It's not like that. That's what... When I said it, like, um, it's not that compressed, shiny sound. Yeah. I think with this, I think what's so good about it is just the kind of... The arrangement of having... Particularly the start of the song and after the choruses. It just being the acoustic guitar... The real drum kit, the piano doing the do do do, and then the the orchestra in it is subtle. It's, it's not over the top. It's I mean obviously Bittersweet Symphony. The orchestra leads the hook of the song. Mm. That is the hook of the song. Yeah, yeah. But in this, it's just little bits. It's textures. It's like you know, drop out for a bit and then it'll come in with something. Mm. And that's like one of the reasons why I think it works so well. It's because it's kind of like all the parts work. None of them is the main part. No. They're it, kind of all in together. Yeah, they all come together and let just let the lyrics be the forefront. Yeah, and there's loads of like space in yeah. because the when he starts singing, everything drops out. Mm-hmm. And then it comes back in when like, the lines finish and then the like the piano the doo doo comes back in yeah. between each. Um just the way they kind of like the lyric melodies and stuff are just so good, but they, they find like new ways throughout to do it. Yeah. Because they went from like, when we started this, we were saying like, yeah, it's just so good that that device of changing the phrasing of the lyrics from first verse to second verse. 
is so good and it remains fresh, yet they're still finding different ways to incorporate stuff like that. Let's talk about it now, actually. This is a good time to go into it. Um, I was looking at, like, yeah, the reviews for it, like I said. Overwhelmingly positive, as you would imagine. But the reviews for this album were, but this song in general. But then there was... Um, there are a couple more negative ones, but someone, I can't remember for which I, um, website it were. And I quote, the overproduced sound creates a barrier between the singer and the listener. Well, I disagree. I don't even begin to know where that comes from. Because it's one of the more like earnest vocal performances that he's given. And the song isn't overproduced. I mean, who, who wrote that? It was someone in... It was a, it was a decent... Hang on. We've got to write something, haven't we, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, but... They've got to write summer, but don't write summer that's just not right. Or like, yeah. Like, I think if you, if you look at this mm. objectively, it isn't overproduced. No, it's not. And this is one of the ones where you really feel the emotion of the thing he's mm. trying to get across. More so, I think, in ones like mine, for example. I feel like, the, oh, couldn't be more in love. I feel like the, the vocal delivery in this is way more... Um, Impactful to me, but do you know what I mean. But it's better. It, it's better. That's what, I've got issues with. I couldn't be more in love because it's, it's. I don't think it's a great vocal. We we discussed that, but I think it is. It, you know, it's hard because this is produced to my tastes. Yeah, yeah. It, it it is compressed early, and shiny. Early noughties. Maybe like a bit later, like um. It's got teenage dirtbag vibes as well. Uh, so yeah, saying. maybe. Well, yeah. That gets more into the Mean You Together song, though. That kind of yeah. Yeah. 100%, yeah. It's, um, Could also be an Ash song. It's just very shiny and very yeah. digital. And I, so I sort of understand what he's so saying. I don't think he is digital. No, I don't either. I don't at all. I, think... no, I, I don't mean by that they're using synths and stuff. Yeah, I, mean. I know what you mean, but I, I still disagree. Fight. And he's... <laughs> the vocal is... Rightly, Matt Healy should be doing this. He shouldn't be thinking that he sounds like Alicia Keys. It is does yeah, uh, there's it, a good few layers on that vocal, and rightly so, it's important. But it gives a certain sound, and it sounds like I don't know. It sounds less natural. I love it, but so when he says it's overproduced, and that it's, puts it's a barrier. The Paste magazine. So me. I don't think it puts a barrier in the in in a way, but you know, it's a way of interpreting what's happened. It is, it is very produced. It is very the right word. It. I don't. I see. I don't know. I think maybe. It's, I think particularly if you. What, in twenty eighteen, you're not going to get a song that's going to be, less produced than this. Yeah. I think at any level, n- not just obviously one of the biggest bands in the world, but like. Even like indie labels, they're going to produce something to this quality. I don't think you're going to get anything. And I think that what, you know, in this scenario, what does produced mean? I mean, produced in terms of the arrangement, I think is perfect. I don't think it's oversaturated at all. And then the, produ- the production of the actual song itself, I think, fits. There's, there's nothing in there that I think takes me out of the song at all. Yeah, so so I, I think, for me, it is to my taste, and I think the song's sick, but... It, I think the it could have if we're saying it sounds like those 
90s songs and we're saying it's like maybe inspired by Oasis songs it doesn't sound like that because there's a lot more analogue and natural sounds in them yeah this said it's head chopped off by a compressor and it sounds sick <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's not to everyone's taste but I think there's been like that's what I think about I think one of the reasons why they've used a, I, I'm convinced this is a real drum kit mm. in fact I think I'm going to ask Max we're going to go back to the feature of asking Max. I'm going to ask my own. Um, well, you could do that. That's a good point. <laughs> on a side note, I was watching Next Attraction last night. Oh, yeah, go on. Yeah, oh, yeah, I did tell you that, yeah. And the question was, who's, you know, your ultimate fantasy shag? And she's like, George Daniel from the 1975. I, th- I think he'd sure a good time, so... <laughs> He's such a niche person for, like, the mainstream audience to say, isn't he? Yeah, that's what Gemma said. I was like, excuse me, they're a very popular band. I love the do, 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 snare hits. The little roll up to the chorus. Yeah, it's just, it just, I can feel the passion in there. It might not have been any, it might have been like, do it like this, and it's been very cut and dry, but it feels like a passionate. Do, 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 do. That, that makes the better. Oh, yeah, the yeah. The better takes. Like, I can, I, I imagine his eyes were closed. I imagine George's <laughs> eyes were closed when he was doing that. And it just, I feel like there's, the passion just comes through because Dan said it's slightly behind the beat. I would like an actual drummer to clarify that, but it feels off. No, you don't need one, it's fine, just take my word for it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it does feel just a bit. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's just a bit of push and pull. It's yeah, just holding yeah. you back a little bit before it yeah, just releases yeah. you. Oh, yeah, great. It just works so well. Um, I think there's similarities as well like we just well in the magic of the edit you won't know but we just pause and actually listen to Champagne Supernova and there is similarities isn't there mm-hmm. yeah like the descending guitar line which like I think it really works in this song particularly in the last chorus is like the bass line it's like a descending bass line which is I think we've said before like when things are ascended in music and you're like sort of increasing in pitch and whatever that creates a tension and this it has the opposite effect like you just kind of you feel a sense of relief in the last chorus particularly mm. yeah yeah and I think partly it's because the bass is like winding down almost it's going down yeah but I think also just the the way the song and the kind of the call and response in the vocals which is like in Champagne Supernova a bit as well I feel like there's a lot of ten yeah, the tension in it is applicable to the subject matter because yeah. <laughs> I've once had a panic attack in Lidl and started crying because I forgot how to do a shop and I didn't feel I had the confidence or the ability to shop wow. and buy food. So I was crying in when Lidl. When was this? Six months ago, maybe. Never told us on the really? podcast, did you? Yeah, yeah. That yeah. recent, wow. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm currently withdrawing from antidepressants, so uh, I have, a, I'm having withdrawal symptoms currently. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I keep going dizzy and stuff. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's weird, but. Wow. I get that. Uh, but is this, yeah, is this just... like you sort of warning us some of the opinions you're going to come up with next week on the ranking? Maybe, yeah. Might <laughs> <I> cry. <laughs> um, One but, mine. But it's just. I I find musically it relatable for that reason. I feel like the tensions and the releases it gives. Yeah. I have felt. There you go. I wouldn't have gotten to the lyrics yet. I know. Yeah. Um, I, I I think Champagne Supernova is a lazy Oasis example. I th- I I think Masterplan 
and whatever are way better. I don't know whatever, no master plan. You know whatever. You're free to be whatever. Oh I'm. yeah, I do. You're right. Yeah. Um, just to clarify, that it wasn't a proper cry. It was just like a little weep. Pull yourself together. You've got this. You can do a food. Oh no, I'm I'm expecting like you've lost your mum in the supermarket yeah. when you yeah. said. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> to be fair, I am not good at shopping. I'm like, Kel sends me a list, and I'm like. You've not got any of the shit that you want. And I can't find stuff. And I think being colourblind does not help in a supermarket either. Oh, right. And I'm just like... Red, uh, we need oh red Lord. apples. Oh, my Lord. Uh, <laughs> I don't know whether... It, like, it's like, it is like an overload thing. There's just so much information going and I'm like, oh, I don't want to look at any of that shit. The only other thing is, I think then... So, live, it's been pretty much a staple since it was released. So, where would you put it? In the set list. Yeah. So they challenge you two with making a set list. Pre-encore. I'd like, I wouldn't mind them finishing with it and going off. Mm, yeah. I think it needs to be the final third, if not quarter of the set. Because it's a big song. Even though it's not um, necessarily one of the most publicly popular mm, or whatever. Yeah. If you're going to play it, it feels big. So in the way it's going to, you know, in the atmosphere of the arena <laughs> now. Well... That is exactly where they play it. Is it? <laughs> yeah, no yeah. way. It's the last of this one. <laughs> Did you know that? No. No, no it's no, the no. last one before. See, that. It makes so much we're sense. We're fucking though, professionals here, you know. Yeah. It makes so much sense. <laughs> well, we're not, are we? Because we never do our research. Sometimes we've not listened to the song in, in weeks. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Ever. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, in some respects, we're professional in others. We're not. That moment. Naturals. I like it when yeah. Josh throws something out there and we get it right. <laughs> but yeah, I, there's nowhere else you can put it. No, I mean, it would be such a good last song, but it's not famous enough. It's not famous enough, but it's got to come at the expense of something else, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And mm. the sound and sex of the they are. Yeah, you're never gonna get over. Did they ever get? Did they ever put them back to back like the sex and the sound? Oh yeah. Is that yeah? Oh yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not, I have seen them live. But <laughs> I'm still like, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because. What an ending. Oh, yeah. Well, the last... Three out of the last four... Not the last tour, the tour before. Three... The, I can't... Chocolate, sex, the sound could have been the last three. Sending the people home happy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tell you what, you're not sending home happy. Sent John Ambulance. They were like, for God's sake. Everyone's fancy. Yeah. Handed all the people in the front of the cups of water. Yeah. <laughs> Um, got one of those things on the back like, <laughs> camel back yeah <laughs> <laughs> handing out waters um, uh, yeah I mean and it sounds incredible like this <laughs> is there anything better than the community feel of passing round water at the front of a gig like it's it's so like yeah we're all in this together guys yeah, in yeah. between songs do you know but what now it's like Johnson with my Covid yeah. <laughs> yeah. that that atmosphere and <laughs> micro-community bond mm. he's not felt on a busy train or tram no Turns my water fuck off you weirdo like but being that it's like it's, you hate everyone don't you yeah so yeah why are you touching but me for but it's the, really it's the same situation you're all there for the same reason yeah you're commuting like, we should have the train guys I've brought my Bluetooth speaker I'm going to put the 1975 on what are you, should we yeah come on <laughs> who wants to cue a song <laughs> But that sense of camaraderie and community does extend to the train ride 
after. Yeah, ah. yeah, <laughs> with the alcohol being an yeah. important factor. Or when you're walking back from a venue and someone's already in the car and the blast in the van you've just seen live. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> fuck them for being in the car already. That's yeah, well, dude, yeah. smart, got a good parking space. Yeah, um, got a got a designated driver. Touch me, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Specific shout out to Jamie Squire though when they do it live, yeah, because he makes Matt sound good. Blasts that he just does it. Yeah, he's, he's the, such a good musician. Isn't he? The big "I Always Want to Die" in the last chorus. He he he's all him. He's just going for it. Yeah, like, and he's giving it chest voice as well, where Matt is giving the falsetto. But it just it just nails it every time. It just sounds amazing. We've well, it's a great song, but we've touched on a lot. I think. And there's going to be more so in lyrics. However, it is now time for spoiler. Yes, it is. Oh, shit. And to... Well, you know, if you listen last week, listeners, you know that Dan has won the album. Yes! Can't come back. I can't, can't come back. Um, what can... What can the final scores be? Well, I do. I mean, it's a few titles. Might as well just call me Jack. But what if... Last goal wins. It's last goal wins. Oh my god! Oh shit! Last goal wins. Do you want to do <laughs> that? Come on, let's do that. Let's bring some jeopardy into it. Last goal wins on Spotify. Wow! Like, oh my god! It's seventeen nil. Last goal wins. So, <laughs> Fine. Yeah. whistles about to go. Can we just check? Will there be any controversy in the um, what's it called? The theme that we might have to redo this. No, no controversy whatsoever. Right. Oh my god! Next goal wins. That's what you say, isn't it? Next goal wins. Usually my team's way ahead, Dan, so next goal wins doesn't I think we're winning by quite a margin. I don't want to sign up to next goal wins. It's like, shut up, next goal wins. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, the drama. This is like lockdown on the X Factor. You mean deadlocked, aren't you? Lockdown on the X Factor. Oh my God. You're getting Boris confused with Simon. (laughs) (laughs) Boris. Uh, if you're new here and you're thinking, what the hell are they on about? Spotify is basically playing your cards right, but with Spotify monthly listeners from artists whose music is available on Spotify and other streaming services. But also... But also, there is a running theme, so a slight, like a catchphrase, a different portion of the uh, theme is revealed on each round and we have to guess what it is for an extra point. Yeah. Uh, you like all Connect the connects, but all the connects. <laughs> only connects. Only connects. <laughs> one one punk IPA. <laughs> but also, also, <laughs> there is a competition element. It's been me v Dan for the series. Dan is seven five ahead, but but like bullseye, he's gonna gamble. He's gambling all these points. Like Saturday night takeaway. He's gone all in and we were gonna play whoever wins it's next goal, it's last goal wins, next goal wins. Whoever wins this wins the series. If you've been to primary school in the UK, you'll understand. Well, I you... have. <laughs> the whistle's about to go. <laughs> the whistle, we had a real bell. What about the dinner ladies in the yard? We had a bell. You just have yeah. to listen to the bell. Yeah. Oh the bell was big. A big nasty bell. A big bell. Okay. Big bell. Here it is. Oh my god, I'm hyped. I had a fit bit on Look at him, he's excited because he can win it now. Yeah, it's not fried anymore. No, it's not. It's real. <laughs> Stop stressing me, Dan. He's keen. <laughs> this is just like in Midnight Memories where like, I was really trying to work out one of the questions about you. Went, Something for fun, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Do it, lad. 
Right, okay, so. <laughs> Next couple of Let's do this on every album. <laughs> First of all, we've got Peter Gabriel. Peter Genesis! It's got the. But has he got more or fewer monthly listeners than Avicii? Oh, that's quite hard. But I'm going to go with Peter Gabriel has less. Yeah, I agree. Peter Gabriel has less than Avicii. So, theme. I don't know about Peter Gabriel. Okay. But are they both dead? Well, I'm pretty sure Peter Gabriel's still alive. Yeah, he's, right. He's still alive. That'll be my guess. Ruined. Yeah. Oh, God. That's the, I do not know. Other than them being both being solo artists, and I don't think it's that, I don't know what we'll link them to. Let's go with the first number one of a decade. No, not that I'm aware of, anyway. Well, that's a good theme. I'm have to write that one down. Yeah. Well, have you got nine decades you could do it for? So, Peter Gabriel, Avicii. Who's got more? Who's got fewer? We're both saying Avicii has Gab- more. Yeah. Well, Peter Gabriel has 4.3 million listeners. Avicii has 26.8 million monthly listeners. I mean, that wasn't that hard. Well done, Avicii. Yeah. You power me through runs with your songs such as Silhouettes. Who's got more then? Avicii or Nirvana? Avicii has more. Uh, yeah, I agree. Avicii has more. You're both correct. Avicii has 26. But my death thing is stacking up apart from Peter Gabriel. Fucking hell. You can't mean that because Peter, yeah, Peter Gabriel just is alive. Yeah. Be Nirvana have 18 million. Yeah. Um, uh, well, I wouldn't have put. I wouldn't have thought it'd be that high. That's surprisingly high. Really? Is yeah. Compared to like no, Hannah. Yeah, but they've not released. They've not released anything yeah, ever. Me too. Ever. Ever. <laughs> I bet Dave Grohl's absolutely cheddered. Yeah. <sighs> I will. I would not be surprised if he gives it a lot of it away to charity. Wait. Yeah, it's nice, man. He's self actualized isn't he? He's just. When you've got the money, you have to give it. That's how you. The only way you can become happy. <laughs> uh, theme. Band, solo artist, band. Oh, I've given Josh an idea. No, he's not. Peter Gabriel's not a band. You but did he do solo work? Yeah, Peter oh, Gabriel fuck. is. That's the solo Peter Gabriel work. Yeah. Me. Okay, so I'm gonna say people who had less successful solo careers <laughs> <laughs> well I would say that's subjective but I suppose the Spotify followers could probably yeah, give us yeah. a defensive answer on that but that's not the theme it's good but it's not right <laughs> I, I, I but do you like it yeah, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> you're young, just, oh. you're Irish, you're exciting. All oh, Irish people will just mixed together. Uh, I, I've got my god, I'm as the tree said to the lumberjack, I'm stumped. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you might just have to pass then. I'm gonna go with people who sang on their songs are blonde. <laughs> mm, I'm not aware of. Is Pete Scarebill blonde? Well, he's bald. Well, yeah, definitely. He might, have, he might have been blonde. It's good. <laughs> it's not right. What does Avicii look like? <laughs> uh, to be fair, I think Avicii was going bald. Oh, right. Uh, but as far as I'm aware, Kirk Cobain had all his hair. 
Yeah, but Curse Novosage doesn't now. Mm. He's gone well bold. Are we ready for the next one then? Yeah, we're still yeah, we're still drawing. Nirvana versus Avenge Sevenfold. <gasps> Do you need a reminder on how many um Mother listeners Nirvana have 18. 18. 18. Oh, fuck, that is way hard. Right, I think it's easy. I Nirvana have got more than yeah, Sevenfold. But Lincoln Park had 20 million. Go against me, bro. Let's create some tension in this. But that 18 is a lot. He's, he's a lot to. He's, he's got it all to lose, Josh. This is his opportunity. Let's go, wins. Oh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go less. I'm going to go Avenged Sevenfold have less. But I. Don't think it'll be. I think Avenged Sevenfold was surprisingly high. Well, you're both correct. Avenged Sevenfold got six million. Oh, right. They've got a third. <laughs> Maybe not. Right. I know a lot about Avenged Sevenfold and Nirvana, so what links them? My music taste. <laughs> Bands that Josh likes. <laughs> uh, but there might be something I don't know about VG, so I'm just. I, d- I know very much. So, so I'm throwing it out there that. Bands who wait, who, who, who's this one? The yeah. Oh, I see, I don't know about them either. But my guess is bands with drummers that have done more once they've binned everyone else off. Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> 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 I've only sevenfold drummers definitely not done anything oh, really? since he died. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> see, the death thing, you tell me there's no death link in this. Well, there's a death link, yeah, but that's not the, uh, oh, not the thing. Right, this could be it or wildly off. Okay. Left-handed. Um, no. Oh, that would God. be a good one, though. Damn it. What, left-handed what? Kirk Cobain was left-handed, uh, okay. Zachy V's left-handed, maybe the other two were. Yeah. And the bands contain one left-handed <laughs> member, too. <laughs> I mean, that's just statistics. <laughs> oh, I'm on the next one, aren't I? You've done your, you've done your guesses, but you're Did both I guesses, wrong. yeah. Okay, next is the Cooper Temple Claws. Now, I, Dan, don't know anything about them. But they must have less monthly listeners than Avengers Temple. Right. More. <laughs> They've got 19,000. More well <laughs> Oh, my God. I'm going in at half-time in the league. Uh, People listening to the radio, <laughs> to the audience. I'm going to guess, you, your guess is probably not going to... Be advanced by the Cooper Temple Clause and what the theme is. No. Double pass. So I've got a theory. Oh, he's got a theory. I got a theory. Can we go for the ice scan? Peter Genesis. Peter Genesis. Avicii. Avicii. Nirvana. Nirvana. Event Sevenfold. Event Sevenfold. Cooper Temple Clause. I think they've all got. One song, which is which is like I don't know, double the listens of everything else that we've made. Oh, Possibly, that's a good that's one. Not though. The theme. That's a good one. <laughs> oh, do you know what though? It's hard because like you could throw some speculative ones out there, but then Avicii will not fit in them. Do you so, know what I mean? Yeah, he's a curveball. Let's go with. They've all appeared on the front of Enemy. I don't think Avicii or Ven Sevenfold will have done, but well, that's not the theme. Anyway. I'm right. <laughs> it's good, but it's not right. Yeah, but anyone could appear on the front of Enemy. Yeah. Are you ready for your next artist then? Genesis. 
Oh, 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 oh my god, that is. Oh. I hope there's someone listening to this right now going, "Oh my god, you fucking idiots! It's so obvious." Probably not. I'll be honest, but Swatch World. Yeah. Oh, um, Genesis have more than Cooper Ten Hawk Claws. Let's just get that out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Wow. Okay. Next one's Foo Fighters. Um, <laughs> their first albums were number ones. It's good. It's not right. I've got one. I've got an idea for one that fits a lot of these, but not Avicii. Just sort out. I guess it, it might do. Yeah, yeah. So I don't guess it is. The drummer sings. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Can you see why yeah, that doesn't fit? That's, that's, that's not it. Go on then. What, how many was Genesis? 6.1 million. Right, okay. So more than Peter Gabriel. <laughs> yeah. Um, are you ready for your next artist? Yes. I thought I might have had a good one for the theme, but I don't. It didn't, it didn't work. Okay, the, the theme isn't Men's Perfume, but Creed are next. Even like the time period, like it each doesn't fit everything else. It's like mythology references. No, nothing. It's, it's, I'm not giving anything away. I'm letting like, you work this out. Because you've got like Gabriel Genesis, which is a book of the Bible. Oh. Nirvana, which is like an oh. What was this? What was the latest one? Creed. Creed. Creed is something off the. They're like, there's like religious connotations. I don't know how to put that into a theme. Yeah. Well, it's religion. Yes, I get that. I'll allow that. And it is, so, and it is Pete, 10 points, yeah? We agree. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Gabriel, the angel Gabriel. Yeah. Nirvana. Like yeah. Buddhist heaven. What about Avicii? What does that fit in? Yeah, fuck it. What's Avicii? So that was the curveball. It's a red yeah. herring. Uh, Avicii is the lowest depth of Buddhist hell. Nice. Wow. There you go. That's cool. Cooler than Avicii. Yeah. Is that your... Oh, no. That's your first outright thing. If it isn't my first, it's my second. Do you know what I mean? There wasn't many. Yeah. Yeah. Good time to get it, because now we're drawing. Avenged Sevenfold. That that, that was taken from the Bible. Yeah. Uh, The Cooper Temple Claws. That's a good one. So that is something to do with a politician called Cooper that fought for religious schools that like that to keep their funding they had to teach creationism or something like that. Whoa. So and that is the Cooper Temple clause. Because <laughs> it was called Cooper Temple. Um I my next guess is honestly gonna be um have done theme songs at WWE pay per views. <laughs> a lot of these <laughs> They're bands so far from each other that's funny. A lot yeah. of these bands have yeah. <laughs> including Peter Gabriel. Um Genesis Book of the Bible, yeah, obviously, yeah. Creed. Like, they are a religious band. Like, I can't think what the reference is, but it is a religious reference. They were or are. I don't know which one it is. Yeah. We all agree, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The okay. point's yours. Have we said, though, Creed more than Genesis? Have we said that? Because I think Creed less than Genesis. Yeah. Loads of them Christians, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Come on. yeah no, but you are right. Creed have got 4.3 million. What's the big Genesis hit, actually? Yeah, it is. How many have we got left? Two. 
It's so satisfying when the theme comes to you, isn't it? We're drawing. Oh, shit, and there's two left. Be careful on the last one, in case it's tiebreaker. Yeah, oh, like. my God, the entire thing. Might... Holy oh. shit, it's gone to pens. Oh, my God. Penny on it. It's going to go to pens. Penny on it, lad. Oh, there we go. Creed is a statement of belief. There we go, so that's oh. what. There's this. Event, uh, no, we've done them. Angels in OS. How many was Genesis? Oh, 6.1. Creed was 4.3. <sighs> We need to sort of get a thing going where one of us gets the answer first because yeah. we can convince each other otherwise. But I think I'm pretty set on less. I think Angels Now is off more. <gasps> oh, right. The one that comes after Angels Now is, is piss easy. So this is the one that counts. So ah! consider your answers We're carefully. I'm done. Yeah, I'm I'm considering my answer because four point three. I'm not overthinking it. More, I think less. It's less. Wow. Angels and Airways got one point three million. Well done, Joshua. Have I won the whole thing? It maybe we'll see if you get the next one right. Wait, yeah. you what were you drawing or were you hurt? Uh, you were drawing, I think. I think I. Oh yeah. my god! Texting listeners, have I, <laughs> have I won? So now the uh, tiebreaker then Go on, has Charlotte Church. Got uh, more or uh, less listeners than Angels in Airways. More. <laughs> I'm going to tap it in and say less. There's a lot of Welsh people in Wales, mate. More. Uh, I'm sorry to say, Dan, but she's actually got less. But has she got more or less than Cooper Temple Claws? More. Yeah, she has. <laughs> She's got 114,000 listeners. Who's listening to Charlotte Church these days? Oh, my God. People in bad cars, like Bilingos. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. I've won. You smashed it, lad. That's your... That, you flew too close to the sun there. I'm just fucking Icarus. <laughs> I think that might be an Avicii song. <laughs> <laughs> I, wow. I just want to thank my parents. I want to thank God for always being there, obviously. Brief for throwing um, it out there. I want to. Justin Bieber gave me his acceptance speech. He went, "I want to thank three people: God, my parents, and all y'all." <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, Joe Pesci. What about his manager Stifler? He's must be included in all of y'all. Scooter Brown. That's a good mistake, though. That it. Yeah. Who's Justin Bieber's manager Stifler? You know, Joe Pesci. Yeah, <laughs> when he won Best Supported Actor for his role in Casino, or might be Goodfellas. A film. Yeah, he just went. Oh fuck! What did he say? He's. I'm pretty sure he went up where it was my pleasure. <laughs> oh, amazing! It was like it was an honor. That was something like that. It was like yeah, cheers, but you know what? The um, it was the Baftas the other week, and they were having like people on Zoom. Oh, I. And yeah, then you yeah. could like they could react in real time. And Frances McDormand won, like, Best Actress or whatever, again. Mm. And she didn't even bother to pre-record a message. Not only was she not there, she didn't even bother to pre-record a message. So I wish you've won that many. You don't have to be that nice about it. Yeah. Well, what should we do for the next one? Should we just do... Let's just do... Let's have friendlies, and then we'll start counting again at notes. Should we do that? Yeah. 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 Do you want to turn? Yeah, go on then. Yeah. Right. Well, I, next week I'll do it. Thank God. But then when it comes back to notes, we'll have to stick to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
We are, I'll have a go. I'll have a go next week, and then there you go. I used to rank you next week as well. Don't forget. Uh, there we go. If someone would like to imbo- slide into my DMs with some ideas for Spotify, Spotify themes, please do. But it doesn't mean that they're going to get accepted. Um, right, let's do lyrics then for this great song. Yeah. Um, the just before we get into like the actual, you know, parts of the lyrics. A lot of people on the reviews and stuff talking about it were saying about the positioning of it and the fact that bringing the album to a close with something essentially quite positive, which I know that may not seem it going off the title, but <laughs> the fact that this, you know, the theme of the song is someone in a dark place, but then they've got the line like, you know, if you can't survive, just try and all that. Yeah. Yeah, like the song encourages the listener to fight the suicidal thoughts, let's say. Yeah, the position of it as well is just perfect in the in the album listing. I don't think we really touched on that before. But um let me read I'll read the blurb as I always do. It's that time of the show. I've been just um Trying to work, read the word sceneries for a long time, going sceneries. What does that uh, mean then? Yeah, that's like the opposite of those times where someone says a word that they've only like read. And Granola. Is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always want to die goes a cinematic ending to the record that summarizes life in 2018, a truly online age. The chorus witnesses a strong falsetto from Matty as the guitars ascend to epic proportions. Uh, I think ascend they use figuratively and not literally as the guitars descend um, and themes of isolation and loneliness have been uh, prevalent throughout the record reached their peak yeah that's it like the whole it's not just about that last chorus in the way the songwriting is like emphatic it's a release in terms of the theme as well for the album it's like this is the culmination of everything and you kind of feel that it feels like an epic finale or something Whereas it doesn't feel like none of the other albums, and I'm including guys, feel like a closer to an album. They're just the last song on the album. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. This could end a musical. Yeah. This could end a, definitely end a set. Uh, we've not spoken about the weird orchestral bit at the mm. end. Couldn't end a career. Oh, yeah. It's that weird film music, doesn't it? Like it's really tense. I don't really know what I would say about that. I think I like it. It's just like a. It's just not, uh, a just stylistic. Feature. Yeah, it's just a bit in it. Yeah, it's just like a. It's cool. It's like, it's like the end credits, and that's like the post credit scene. It's just like something else thrown in. I actually think someone might have gone. Lads, it's a bit worse. It's this. You've got this orchestra. What are you doing? Come on. And they've gone all right then. <laughs> what about this? What about this? We've got this sample. Um, overall, I think just it's just great in it. It's just perfect. It's just perfectly like that. Like I don't know. No one gets away with shit lyrics like Matty, but the good. Do you know what I mean? I bet you yeah. thought your life would change, but you're sat on a train again. Well, let me just go there because I love that. But yeah, like, yeah I, don't, I don't think that's shit at all. It's not at all. But in terms of like, is that poetic? No, it's just very grounded, isn't it? It it's, really paints a picture, though. It yeah, sets a yeah. Scene and it's 
Yeah, it's just good. I I think it's <laughs> good. I can't believe I said I was like so passionate about it. I was like, <laughs> it's good. Are you going to say that it's nice? <laughs> well, it, I agree that it is, but um, it's beautiful. It's one of those things where it's like a leveler in life. Like there's some things that everyone has to do. Yeah. So yeah. you might be maybe you go in to a different job, or maybe you go into uh, a different person, but you get in there in the same way. And the stress is associated with that, and like, like the shit that you're dealing with is the yeah. same. It, and it's, this, I think you you can think, oh, things are going to be different when this happens. But it's like when your life breaks down, you're like traveling, doing a thing, mm. traveling back, doing a different. I thing. I think those two lines are very similar to uh, MGMT's wake up in wake up and do the morning commute. What's it? Uh, get jobs, jobs in offices and wake up from uh, wake up. For the morning commute. Yeah, so to me, that's what it reminds me of. You thought your life would change, as in you're going to be a rock star, mm. but you're sat on the train again. Do you reckon Matt Healy's talking to me? I think so. I think it's all about you. There's no mention of XL. He always wants a title. <laughs> I think there's uh, there's so many different like connotations to it as well. Like Being sat on a train again could be the repetitiveness of the commute. Mm. But it also could be like someone could have gone somewhere to do something that I think would change their life and then they're on the way back because it's not worked out. I think it's nice that you can attach your... You can attach different scenarios to it. Yeah. Um, I didn't mean it was shit. I mean, it was like... That's not poetic, but because of the lots of lyrics he writes, you can yeah, attach yeah, so much it, to it. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. Uh, in the context of other stuff he's done. Yeah. You you know that is capable of more than that. If anything, gives it more depth. Maybe it, it's rubbish on purpose. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. purposely making you focus on the words as they are. Like, mm. don't look any deeper into this. Yeah, it's, you are sat on a train again. <laughs> Do you know what though? Like, <laughs> so that's fifteen minutes of the first two lines. Yeah, <laughs> like I've said this this like my kind of like pet peeve about lyrics almost is when people mention something that's too specific. And the idea I remember saying to you once, like, if you have a song and you say my phone, that's fine. But if you say my iPhone, that's too specific for me. Yeah, And that's why I'm not so keen on that switch line in mine. Because it's too specific. He's mentioned something too... It's a brand. Mm. It's an item. Train here is perfect, I think. Yeah, because he's not said West Coast... Well, not no, that he no. would say that, but I just think it's the it's the perfect kind of like, you know, it's more specific than saying you're travelling again. Not that it would be that, you, you would say switch it. the word out, but mm. you know what I mean? Feeling my heart fail on Northern Rail. <laughs> you can write that down. That's pretty good though. Those lines then are contrasted with something which is poetic. Your memories are sceneries for things you said, but never really meant. Yeah, it's just so good how he goes from the, the mundane to the poetic. Yeah. Yeah, it's proper helium a little bit. Yeah. And I think that is true as well. Like your memories, you, are you maybe trying to say like that your memories aren't really what fucking happened. Like yeah, the, yeah. Like, the, like stylized, romanticized, yeah, yeah, yeah. context driven yeah. things that. You've you've had a little, little seasoning to what actually happened there. Maybe, and it could be worse or better. But yeah, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. 
if you read Thinking Fast and Slow, it really explains to you how the human mind works, and that's a great example of it. It's like nobody actually knows what happened ever. Yeah. Everyone's interpretation of everything is always different. It's like as well, I think it's, you know, specific things that maybe like, you know, specific songs will remind you of a time as well. Mm. I think that touch, like, I don't know, it reminds you of like, not like a specific time, but almost like a period in your life. Mm. Like when I was listening to like my top songs 2017 earlier, I was listening to these songs thinking like, God, I remember when this was my life. We didn't know each other then, Josh. We knew we knew each other. Well, we knew of each other. Like, I, yeah, I remember like, holy shit, this is, yeah. I tried to get my ex-girlfriend to listen to these. <laughs> 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 Didn't work. <laughs> Next bit. You build it to a high to say goodbye because you're not the same as them. That's a way to transport yourself to the next bit, I think. So, <laughs> they're all verified annotations on here. Are they? Yeah. Oh, so it must mean a lot to him then. That's cool. I think yeah. he, I think he's put in a video and I've not realised. Oh, shit. <laughs> yes, I, I never look... I, li- I don't... I'll start again. I like to come up with my own interpretations. I feel yeah, like when I start to read yeah. Genius, I'm like... Mm. He's done a video. <laughs> <laughs> shit I actually now that now that I've no I've I've watched it and he's he's pretty like it's a good video to be fair do you know what I was doing so much of my research into what other people have said about this song I forgot to look at if they said anything about it turns out yes turns out it's man turns out Adam Hans got a lot of opinions on this <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus yeah he, he said a lot about this I think though because it's been it's got so much verified yeah. Annotations would be here all night talking about it, so I think yeah. we should ignore the annotations. And well, just... I just opened it and just thought, I'm not reading Yeah, so did I. Um, I think the line which is seems weirdly profound and not weirdly profound, but it's weird how a line so profound and accurate appears in this song that I'd never heard the concept of. Your death, it won't happen to you. It happens to your family and your friends. That is fucking beautiful. I feel like that's so obvious, but I've never heard anyone say that before. I don't get it. Why has it not happened to you? You're off. So well, yeah, you don't you, you, the, about, yeah. the repercussions. Right, oh yeah. I thought, yeah, so it's, yeah, yeah. I, I thought that might be the case, yeah. but I was thinking literally like, no, you will die. It, it happens. It's just you don't experience your own yeah, death. Yeah, yeah, you don't. Yeah, yeah. Um, like <laughs> you're just you're just there as a ghost going told you you'd miss me <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if this this profound line has stemmed somewhat from all the additional reading that he does mm. like at this point he's getting deep yeah beautiful uh, yeah I wouldn't be surprised if some of the themes in there the philosophical stuff that he's reading has inspired a lot of this. Has that been verified that that's what it means that death is experienced by everyone around you, not yourself? He literally said, death, it won't happen to you, it happens to you. That's the line. I think it's the idea of the fear of one's death, like a non-religious perspective as well as because I've never had religion in my life. We'll have religion as long as people are scared of dying. No, we Yeah, because you, f- you fear the repercussions, don't you? Like, I must behave myself because... I'll go to Don't hell. Be naughty. But what yeah. I was thinking is like the four lines from you build it to a high to say goodbye up to it happens to your friends. Uh, it's like 
you've got these opinions of yourself, like real grandeur, like, well, I'm going to be a rock star. You know, he's building it up to, to a high, say goodbye, like, I don't need you, you anymore. Uh, you know, you're not the same as them, you feel like you're going to achieve more, but ultimately, well, die. I think... <laughs> or even, you know, you think you're invincible. I think it's, you know, I think it's so good how that line is there, and then it's followed just by, I pretend. Yeah. Because it's almost like the justification of someone thinking suicidal thoughts. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, don't be scared about it because it's not, you know, don't be scared of killing yourself because it's not you. It's going to, you'll be fine with it. Yeah. Like, all, yeah, almost justifying it. I don't think that justifies it. I think, if anything, it's saying don't kill yourself because you only pass on the pain to those that love you. Yeah, but I think it's that I pretend is almost like it's <laughs> trying to... Was that so? No. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That I pretend is trying to convince yourself, though. Like, your death, it won't... I pretend my death won't happen to me. Oh, okay. You see yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think it is a justification for it. Yeah, I see what you mean. And then, like... I mean, you know, we never really do much on like these choruses, but the I always want to die sometimes. Um, just, I think there's so much in it, because it's almost like... A lot of it is the kind of like how people kind of like will have suicidal thoughts and then like not have them, and then like how people can like change their mind in it because I'm sure they do. That's a big thing. But also, I think it's a bit of like the jokes that people make online. Like, yeah, yeah, 100%. It is so that. It's so like how people are so over the top with the reaction to I literally died. Equals, I laughed a bit at this. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's playing on that as well. And that ties in the theme of the album. Yeah. You're seeing a couple of generations time, they'll be looking back at Twitter and going, what was wrong with people? I think that's already happening now. Well, yeah, it is. <laughs> but, yeah, people just... Uh, there's no reasonable reaction to anything on Twitter, is there? Everything is yeah. outrage. Oh, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Um, first two. You win, you lose, you sing the blues. There's no point in buying concrete shoes. I'll refuse. There we go, lots of rhymes there. We've got an A-A-A rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I like that. It's a short verse, but... Yeah, it's, it's clever. That I think it keeps the, in terms of songwriting, it keeps the momentum of the song going. Yeah, yeah. The, to, to use so many rhymes in very yeah, quick yeah. succession gives it a good bit of momentum, doesn't it? And the choruses aren't long either. Yeah. So it's such a well-written song, like because because the the first verse is like really takes you down. Well, I know it doesn't really. It slowly builds you up, and then chorus, verse two, second chorus, builds you up to the bridge almost. And then that you get that huge release of the outro. Um, he said, but don't become a smackhead because that's not an excuse. <laughs> he said about this line. I like the I'll refuse as well. Do you feel? I feel like that's a, it's not a, a full on callback to I pretend, but mm. definitely somewhat of a reference. If I was to score it, 
from one to, one to ten, somewhat in the middle. Um, somewhat painful, very painful. <laughs> I, I haven't got much else to say about that, so do you want to go to the bridge? Am um, I me through geography? Oh, right, <laughs> Mr. That, that, Mr. Heslop. That's beautiful, though. It's so good, he's right. There's so much in that, there's so much like. Uh, if I can remember the words social constructionism I think yeah. that's right I don't know that as a, a phrase but yeah it, it basically means that who you are is entirely defined by your the society that you yeah. grow up and live in yeah. whereas the I can't remember what the the other one is which is the opposite which is a lot of it is genetic nature versus nature bro so I, I, so I did this whilst doing my geography degree yeah um, we had this lecturer and a load of his study um, was in to do with like gay culture. He was giving us lectures on like people's theories into if you are gay because of genetics or if you are gay because of the society you live in. Mm. Um, he was very, he was gay as well. Mm. He wasn't just a straight guy giving it. But it's not entirely binary in the sense that you know, you're probably gay through genetics. Yeah. But then I don't like guitar music through genetics. Do you know what I mean? There's like, there's, there's a lot of like, um, what is the word? Not ambiguity. It's almost like you interpret that theory mm. in different ways. Right. Whether rightly or wrongly. And I think he's talking about religion in this. And he's saying, like, am I me through geography? I only believe in this God because I am born in this part of the world. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah it's it's, it's your, a really interesting concept. Your, a lot it. of your beliefs are shaped by your yeah. environment, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think he's thrown that in there because he knows I like geography. Yeah. Basically, I think we can all agree that, yeah. That's One actually day. an annotated... Uh, yeah. That's a, can verify that, yeah. I, I noticed he's missed the vowels out as well. I mean. <laughs> um, a face collapsed through entropy. I don't know what entropy means. Can anyone help me up? Entropy. A thermodynamic quant- quantity representing the unavailability of a system's thermal energy for conversion into mechanical work, often interpreted as the degree or, of disorder or randomness in the system. So he's got a rhyming dictionary. I think and gone, the, that one. No, the rhyming dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> I think the uh the the definition I should have read out. A lack of order or predictability, gradual decline into disorder. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's just the the bridge is just, you know, it, the song is just the like the slow decline into more darker thoughts and then the kind of I don't know the peak of the lyricism is that if you can't survive just try and then that kind of opens up into that what the relief of the last chorus like a face collapsed through entropy I can hardly speak and when I try it's nothing but a squeak oh so good this song and on the video the living room is for small and then yeah if you can't survive just try and like he said, I know how it feels, but you just gotta, you just gotta do it. You just gotta grin and bear it, you know, unfortunately. 
There we go. I think that was Nike saying before they settled on just do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Grin and bear it, lads. Um, what a song. Oh my God, what a song. Um, final thoughts? I'll go first, I'll carry on. Um, yeah, spoiler alert, but this is going to be high on the ranking. I think, yeah, I think I like it so much because it's familiar to me musically. Uh, the lyrics are fantastic as well. Just the whole thing just sounds great. It. There's another review that said like that it was a bit boring and there was no hooks. Disagree. All the reviews are shit because Matty, they've always said we don't do that Manchester thing and they never have. Despite and they were always yeah. tied up with that at the start because being from Manchester. So this was every review's opportunity to go. I thought you didn't do that Manchester thing. But it's not. It's not quite that though. It's not so blatantly he de- he that. He deserves bringing up to him oh, if, he's, yeah. if he's so adamantly said. It has. I don't think it's. There's a lot of other influences in this yeah. other than the Manchester stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's been quoted yeah. as saying. Don't wanna miss the thing. <laughs> um, flat Earth, really? Steven Taylor, <laughs> is it? Apparently. If it's not flat Earth, it's another one. <laughs> then <laughs> that sounds unreasonable. But this a Scientologist. There's a lot of the night. There's a lot of nineties rock in it, both English and American. I think um, you can definitely hear the kind of like, you know. Radiohead-esque arrangements with the acoustic guitar leading it in songs like Just, I don't know, and then the um, Paranoid Android and shit like that, and then the other instruments coming in, like the guitars, the strings, all sorts. I just, I wish they'd... It feels like such a big song, and they kind of save these big songs, like You is a massive song, Robbers is... And I think it's on that level. Shouldn't we talked about overproduction before? And you is a good example of how to do a huge song, but not. Yeah. That's the difference between you and this is what that guy was talking about. So, I, just, I disagree. There's no rawness in this song. And there could be if they wanted to produce it like that. But I think there's only. I think the rawness comes from less. I don't know, I almost think it's something that they don't even consider. I think it's almost the tools they're using to make it. But that's defining production. Not always. Because some of it's a choice. Yeah, you choose to use the tools. But I think that the... I think they've just made this good. I don't think much thought has gone into how this is going to sound. Yeah. Relatively, yeah. <laughs> they just made it the cleanest they could make. Yes, it. yeah, and I think it's the same for you. No, mm, whereas yeah. songs like what's a good example? Um, what is a good example? Love it if we made it. Is that the no yeah. two time? Let's go two time. And I know it's completely different genre wise, but I think yeah. the production of two time is so important to that song. Yes, and I think there's. Um, choices made in the production of two time that are important to the song and i don't think that the choices in that production are present in this though they're wildly different (laughs) it's hard to compare but do you see what i mean 
Like I think, it, yeah, it's not produced like a pop song necessarily. Yeah, but it's not that. It's not like a raw rock ballad in the way that you is, and it it could be. I don't know. I don't know what you're hearing. I think it's it just is the, just the raspiness of it, the hardcore, but it's delicate realness. But it doesn't have to be. The fact it's delicate is a production decision. But this is, yeah, I don't think you quite. I don't think you quite. <laughs> I don't think you've got it. Um, <laughs> Maybe <laughs> you is so early, so it's a, it's a really extreme. Yeah, example. and you is like self-producing. Like Imagine bedroom, the difference in budget. That's all I think it is, honestly. Yeah, that's all I think it is. I think they've made the applied. I mean, this is relatively speaking as well. I think they produced you to a point where it was. I don't want to like use any kind of like loaded terms like it was good enough. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I don't think the production of you they put too much thought into it. I think they recorded that song. Produced it was what it, to, it was. Pro- yeah, produced it to a standard where they were happy to release it. And I think it's the same with this. Whereas with something like Two Time, obviously How to Draw, even Love It If We Made It, I think there's been much more thought on. Even stuff like Be My Mistake, I think. Mm. Where Because I think they need to think, how can we produce this song to not just be Matty's vocal and an acoustic guitar? And yeah. all that kind of like the background stuff, there's textures in there. I think they've had more conscious thought. Whereas this is like, how can we get a good drum sound? Great, mix it. How can we get good? How can we mix the orchestra in? I think it's more to do with like the arrangement and the actual like mixing than yeah. the overall production. Yeah, yeah. I don't think any of us are saying anything that oh, controversial. No. It's it's just you could you could start the song from scratch and make it whatever you wanted it to be, and that. That review, I sort of, I, I would probably like it more if it was nastier. Ooh, nasty, nasty. Yeah, but you also said that about you both said that about robbers, don't you? Yeah. You prefer the drive like I do version. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> go on, Matty. Oh, that scouse. Well, yeah. <laughs> go on, Matty. See, give your uh, thoughts. Oh, um, I, yeah, it's just great, isn't it? I feel like it's uh first time you listen to it. I think it can be a bit meh. But the more you hear it, the more the depth comes through. Yeah, so I'm saying on the surface, it doesn't really sound... On the surface, it's a the sort of song you stick at the end of the album where you think people have stopped listening, but the more you listen, the better it becomes. I don't think you quite gave okay your final thoughts. I think we worked on it together. I've not got really yeah. much more than that. Like, like I like it a lot, even for what it is. But I think there's there's ways that it could have been a more. There's ways they could have taken it to the next level for me in making it more of an anthem, and it could have been like a real 1975 moment. But they've they've almost let it be on the back burner. Do you know? I think the only reason it's not and it's not had more crossover appeal. Mm. Is because the big cathartic moment at the end of the song, you're shouting, I always want to die. Yeah. It's, you're killing it, mate. Yeah, it's too. 
you got to be a bit in the know, I think. <laughs> what we've not discussed. I always want something sometimes is a northern thing, which is that's so important to this song, especially if we're talking about Manchester references in the British pop. I always want that sometimes. Like, yeah, that's something that's a northern that, thing. I think that's a northern thing. See, I, I think you you think a lot of stuff in northern when it's just human. a thing. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. That, that northern thing, we need a piss. No, but, <laughs> but but I need a piss and I'm not the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right, so, yeah, is it not an old thing, then? I don't... No. I think it's an internet thing, being but, that kind of, like, uh, overreactive to something. I think I'm looking... I'm thinking about, like, really small, like, my family, like... BBC is your big dog? Um, yeah, it's a again. Um, the no content. <laughs> just like, what am I doing? On this <laughs> just like, what is my fucking life? Jesus. Oh, great stuff. Album three done. <laughs> fucking hell. Mind blown. Um, we'll get into it more at the start of next week because next week is the ranking and we'll talk about it overall but just quickly how are you feeling about album three now we've discussed every song in depth uh, no different are you not no i feel stronger about it i'm way more into it than i was before no, I oh feel... right oh, yeah um yeah i see what you mean i thought you made in comparison to others and it, it's still depends on if you spend like literal days of your life analysing something somewhere in the back of your mind you go you must value this and it like comes and becomes more important <laughs> in your volume. life it's like did I waste that time or not no mate it's a really important thing uh, I it's grown yeah even in context of the other albums it's grown on it's still third yeah but that's next week maybe is it album ranking might be a new thing I yeah. think it Oh, I might tease it. I think it might be second for me. I think it might. I know this is going to be. This is going to be. But I'll just drop it. I'll just drop the big, the big one at the end. I think it might have surpassed second album for me. What? Yeah, I really think it might. If you know. You know what? Actually, yes, it has changed because in the process of doing this, it's gone from my fourth favorite to my third favorite. <laughs> yeah. It's just, you know, it's just a shame that there was so much forgettable stuff on notes. Because that could have smashed it, couldn't it? Yeah, but it's well, I it? I mean, when you're producing the the sort of music they are, the quality they are, you're going to have peaks and troughs. Yeah, that's I true. Know, I, don't, I just think, you know. Yeah. Well, no, Suck It and See by the Anti Monkeys is underrated. And that's to bring it back to the start of the episode. Now, to finish off... Thank you, everyone, for listening to the show. We are at the 975 pod on everywhere. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. We haven't been on TikTok in months, but let's do something soon. Um, if you want to email us, it's positiveplaypod at gmail.com. Uh, follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, all those, and you'll get the podcast sent straight to you on Wednesdays when they come out. Or you can follow us in real life. You could do that, um, but there may be some authorities involved. Yeah, and you might see me crying in little. <laughs> um, what else? Tell, you know, if your friends like the 975, tell them about the show, even if they kind of like them, but just like three people making idiots of themselves on the internet, it's a show for them. Yeah. yeah. Ah. Um, what else? 
like our listen to our April playlist. Check out the Midnight Memories episode that came out yesterday with us featuring on it. We had a great time. Yes, we did. We can't wait to have them on our show. Start a diplomatic diplomatic incident. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's going to be a grand old time. And good crack, grand old time. Oh, you doing Irish things? Yeah, Irish was a grand old time. I didn't know that. It's an old thing. Um, oh, I'm being bullied. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else are we doing that's it that's all the things yeah fuck it follow no contest and that is 75% I am like I just go did I oh my you go, god you get, you get on your I, phone instagram.com I'm like I'm like oh my god I did <laughs> um, yeah so you can follow me at Joshua Lee at the vowels you can follow me at Junior, spelt J-E-W-K-N-W-E-O-R, which is also, if you like it, phonetical. Uh, what's your favourite position? Phonetical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Juliet, Echo, Whiskey, no, Kilo, November, Echo, Echo, Oscar, Roby, Yo. See, I did a little song at the end for you there. <laughs> Got wait, wait, for us. we missed one. He's not... Because the phonetics, I thought, were Jew, like the follower of the Jewish religion. And then later on, it's, are you a member of oh. NATO? Has he done it wrong? <laughs> Cancel him! What the fuck? <laughs> Pretty much. I so doubt I was like, this is, <laughs> this is the one part of the podcast that I have to consciously listen yeah, to what anyone's been saying. here before. <laughs> <laughs> well, in that case. He's fucked it. Man's just looks at the clock now. It's seven minutes to eleven. I'm getting. I'm rushing this one. On Monday, the twenty sixth of April. Okay, so I'll, I'll try again for you then. And if you would like to follow me on social media, you'll find me at Junior. But it is not spelled in the traditional manner. Oh no, no, no! <laughs> it is spelled Jew, like the follower of the Jewish religion. Tick. Knee, like the bend in your leg. Tick. Or like. Portland, Oregon. Oh, he did that one. <laughs> he did the beeper. Yeah, dear. <laughs> so that is. Wait, where? What like national body am I part of? If this matters to me. What like international? The, the, the body? United Kingdom. No, but like what like, what treaty have I signed? <laughs> uh, the, the Magna Carta. I'm going to guess that will be the your government. Has signed the North Atlantic Treaty. No, no, specifically done. <laughs> <laughs> they got me in. Yeah. Don't worry, guys, I got this. We've got all those of NATO here um, England, Germany, uh, Dan. Uh, <laughs> Actually, England isn't a part of NATO. Oh, God so- damn it. It's, it's not a sovereign oh, nation. I'm back on Northern Ireland, Ireland now. <laughs> Folks. I'm, uh, so, <laughs> I'm getting arrested for saying that I'm English. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's a siren. Um, <laughs> the siren said is woo yeah. <laughs> so yes if your nation has signed up to the North Atlantic <laughs> Treaty Organisation you may be more familiar with the spelling out in this manner Juliet Echo Whiskey Kilo November Echo Echo Oscar Romeo <laughs> 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 